Welcome to Overflow, where we unpack biblical scriptures so they can spill over into our lives. Today, I want us to look at the importance of being in a low position. People in low positions seem to think that they are not important and they have very little influence and they have no voice. So our reading today is taken from 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 to 4. Now Naaman was commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Now bands of raiders from Aram had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Naaman went to his master and told him what the girl from Israel had said. Family, I want to stop there. I want to stop there because the first four verses of this chapter places the issue of identity into perspective. Naaman is clearly defined. He is defined as a commander in the army. He is a great man, highly regarded by superiors. Through him, the Lord had given victory to Aram. He's a valiant soldier. And his accolades are basically established in these four verses. Now, despite all of that, Naaman, by social standards, is still seen as unclean. He's still seen as contagious. He still has defamations. He still has ulcers on his body. So all the, the accolades, all the respect, all the valiance, Naaman still has leprosy. But yet we look at the girl. This young girl, her identity, is she's not even called by name. She's identified as a victim, a captive in a raid. She's taken from her family, uprooted from her country, taken from her community, and she becomes a slave in this man's house. And yet, because of this girl, Naaman is able to access healing. She is the reason that Naaman can leave his country and go to another country to access healing. She is the one, by opening her mouth, by using her voice, she facilitates her captures healing. She becomes the one who facilitates people acknowledging the Almighty and knowing the power and the greatness of God. She's the one who facilitates people accessing Elijah. So today I want to remind you, your position does not define you. It doesn't restrict the power that you have to impact the lives of others around you. It doesn't restrict the power that you have to bring value and meaning to the world. You are going to serve people who are in much greater positions than you. But your presence in their lives have meaning. Your presence in their lives have power and have authority. Your presence there serves a purpose. Do not undervalue or underestimate yourself because this girl, this victim, is the one that gave Naaman 
a body and a skin that was like a baby's newborn skin. So today, I want to remind you that sometimes you need to look into yourself. You need to look at your greatness. What are the talents and the skills that you have? What does your heart say? What kind of heart do you have? What kind of mind do you have? You need to turn away from things that are making you hold on to the things that have made you a victim. The things that have come to define you by society's standards. Or do you need to hold on to who God says you are? Do you need to open your mouth and say, the Lord is here, the Lord is present. And who is it that needs to access that thing that you have in your heart? Today, I want to encourage you that no matter where you are, no matter what little influence you think you may have, you have a lot more to offer. You have more to offer. There's somebody waiting on a word of encouragement from you. And that word of encouragement from you is different from when it, the same word can come from someone else. But when you say it, it means so much more. Today, I want to encourage you that what you do, your station in life now, is not where you are always going to be. You're just starting here. You are starting as the captive. You are starting as the person who is uprooted. You are starting as the person who is dislocated. But can you imagine the love that Naaman and his wife had for this young girl after his healing? Can you imagine how she was honored after this? This is the place that you start, but it will not be your ending. You only start here, but you are a part of a great process. So today I want to pray for you. Lord, today we place your children before you. We want to place those children, Lord, who have in their minds that they're in low positions, that they're in positions that carry no influence and that they are voiceless. We place these children before you, God, because we know that because your word says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you hope and a future. We know, God, that you're about to unlock the greatness that is in them now. Lord, today we want to ask you to remind your sons and your daughters that they are not defined by the measuring sticks of mankind. They are not defined by society's standards. They are not defined by the clothes they wear, the car they drive, or their bank accounts. They are defined by your word and the things that come and utter it from your mouth. They are defined by the authority of their creator, God Almighty. Today we pray that you, child of God, will see and know that you play a role of greatness. That you are called by God to serve. And that because of your anointing, people in positions of authority will see you. You will affect the lives of leaders. You will affect the lives of your supervisors, of your church, your parents, your children, your teachers. You will affect the lives of so many around you. And you will influence their lives. The Lord says that you are his beloved. His beloved. You are his people. You are his royal priesthood. And a chosen generation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.